Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hey, this is Liz. This is Heather. And this week, we sit down to talk about a little bit of this and a little bit of that and our new best friend, Sean Patrick Flannery. All right, hit that music. you were late to record today. You want to tell anybody why? Yeah. You know, I I tend to plan these things on top of each other and try to get everything done really quickly. Tonight, um, since we are covering Pandemic Tour that's coming to Houston October 18th through the 20th here at the NRG Center, we did a Twitter party tonight. And one of the guests on the Twitter party, celebrity guest, was Sean Patrick Flannery, who you might know from Boondock Saints and all sorts of other stuff where he's just hella hot, right? He's so handsome. So freaking hot. Okay. And, you know, you know, we doing our thing and you tag the people and you hashtag the people and you do what you do. And uh, I, you know, there was one that was like, say hello to Sean. It was like, hello, Sean from Nerdy Bitches Podcast. And he replied directly. Cool. <laughs> it was like, what the what? And not like just a reply, but like a retweet reply. So that was cool. And then, you know, he, a couple of times through the show, he did it again. And so I was like dying. I was like, oh my God, that's insane. And so then at the end, I just went ahead and compiled a couple of, you know, little screenshots from our Twitter notifications showing that he had, in fact, communicated with us. Because, you know, anytime a checkmark communicates with you, it's pretty cool. When that checkmark has been the topic of one of your episodes, because our episode 41 was our classic movie review of Boondock Saints, uh, it's even better. So I I made a little compilation. I'm like, well, this just happened, and now I'm dead. (laughs) And so he retweets and replies to that. He's like, yeah, it just happened. I was like, whoa! (laughs) So awesome. And apparently we're getting married next week, so... We like toasters and uh, yeah, that sounds maybe a bigger air fryer sounds and good. I, I believe customized gun grips is one of them. <laughs> I have no idea. I just don't get us a cat. We don't need a cat. Cats. And- no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so those people that have never seen Boondock Saints are going to be like, what the hell? Like, what the fuck? Go about? watch it yeah. and maybe hug your cat before and after. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like ready to go listen to our episode again because holy hotness, but I don't know. So I like it when the check marks interact with us. So yeah, we need to re-release it. We've got more listeners now. I mm-hmm. think that if we re-release it, I think we'd get uh, a lot of people that would appreciate it. We can do that. We can do that. Actually, our friend Randy over at Colt 45 was tagging on to my um, retweet, as you do. And uh, he's like, yeah, but what cult movie podcast has done both? And I was like, hey, hey, pandemic is not here yet. So we totally have time to do that second movie. So yep. maybe after Shark Month, we will have to do a uh, classic movie review of Boondock Saints, All Saints Day. All right. So I'm, I'm still a little bit dead from that. So I'm gonna let you lead because I know you've got uh, some articles and stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, we actually kind of 
to have to keep uh, this episode a little bit short. We're preparing, uh, as you know, for Shark Month next week. Yes! And there is a lot of prep work involved in that. Also, I'm going to be at Fanex in Salt Lake City. So yeah. that is going to be uh, September, I don't remember, uh, 5th, <laughs> 6th, and 7th. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to be having a lot of fun and not going to have time to podcast anyway. Tom Holland's going to be there, so maybe I'll chat with him. So I occasionally find a funny article on the internet and say, I'm going to save that for the podcast. However, these are not long enough articles that we could have a whole episode on. Right. So one of them actually came out very recently. Normally, it takes me like six months to come up with enough for a this and that episode. Right. But we just got pushed over the edge August 1st. The fine people at Daily Dot brought this article to my attention. So apparently, there is an ar- an ar- author out there. Author, not Arthur. <laughs> named Aquaman? Stuart Woods. And he... He wrote a book called Desperate Measures. Apparently, this man... Okay, I'm just going to tell you what he wrote, because we've had this conversation about men not understanding women and what mm-hmm. they write, so I'm just going to read it to you verbatim. It's just a picture of the page. Okay. And said, the ME confirms that the estimate of the time of death, the girl had a tiny purse tucked into her vagina, just big enough to hold a driver's license, a credit card, and a few bucks. So we know her name is Elizabeth Sweeney. <laughs> great <laughs> so okay Stuart woods you think that we keep shit in our vagina apparently you know what i think guys do i think they think it's a little coin purse and i have to tell you there are very very few things that go into your vagina i'm just gonna throw it out there i mean maybe if you're a little more kinky there's more but for the most part on a daily basis we don't use it and we're certainly not using it as a pocket though if you designers would give us actual pockets in our clothing maybe people wouldn't have to use a vagina pocket <laughs> So I am so glad that uh, somebody on Twitter called him out on this. They like just took a picture of it. So one of my favorite replies to this tweet, because the tweet was just a photograph of the page, Jeannie Ann uh, Frost at Jeannie Ann underscore Frost. She said, me yesterday, writers can write whatever they want. Me after reading this, there should be laws and fines. Right, right. <laughs> there should be a fact checking process. Oh, my favorite um, response uh, was uh, Elizabeth Roderick. She said, yeah, vaginas don't work that way. I'm trying to imagine fitting a driver's license in the snack box and I'm not having any success. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I can't even, I mean, one, it's, it, you know, you've, you've stuck them in your pocket and bent over the wrong way before, right? Like your driver's license. It shit's pointy. It's not really someplace that you want to put weirdly pointy items. No. Ever. No, that stuff scratches. That's a membrane. Don't play <laughs> around in there. I don't like a dark lined purse anyway, but I certainly don't want to. <laughs> It's about a mirror. <laughs> this is why you have a light line purse. It's that you can see in there. So can you imagine having to dig around? Like, you go to a bar, and they're like, oh, we need your, your ID. ID. You're like, hold on a sec. Hold on, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's awesome. All okay, right. So did you ever see the movie The Spy Who Dumped Me with Kate McKinnon and uh, Mila Kunis? Yeah. Uh-huh. So she she does that at one point. She's got this little like disk drive or something. A USB drive, yeah. That she has to hide from these people who are going to try to kill her. <laughs> I put it in my vagina and I'm like, I guess it's not my first smuggling spot that I would think of, but No, no. Mine would be lost. <laughs> 
I just can't even with that. Oh, my God. So, gentlemen, we'd like to let you know that on a daily, we do not, in fact, make a vagina purse. I mean, we probably use our vagina to hold things as much (laughs) as you use maybe your asshole to do so. (laughs) Maybe a little more, but not much. (laughs) (laughs) Totally dead for this episode. (laughs) Sorry, people. Yeah, explicit tag on this episode. You got us on punch drunk day. It's been a long day. All right. So the next article is completely different. It's about why you don't want to sit next to Martha Stewart on an airplane. (laughs) Because she's got a driver's license in her vagina. I could see Martha Stewart doing it, but it would be like full of potpourri and, I don't know, floral (laughs) accents and... She writes this article about the convenience of storing your boarding pass and ID (laughs) inside your vagina. (laughs) Da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay. So now, uh, apartment therapy... Uh, decided to let us know about this because they found an article in which uh, Martha Stewart told the New York Times about the foods that she likes to eat on an airplane. (laughs) And this is uh, a quote. She says, I like to avoid plain food most of the time. I just don't find it very appetizing. And my (laughs) hard-boiled eggs are just so much better than any eggs on the plane. They're for my own chicken, so I take them to everybody I'm traveling with. So she brings (laughs) hard-boiled eggs on an airplane. So it's from her chicken's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> We're seeing a theme. Oh God! But like, the only thing worse than sitting next to somebody that decides to open uh, to crack open a hard boiled egg <laughs> is a group of people cracking open a hard boiled egg. I can't even. Okay, so that's not the worst part. She says on long trips she takes so- smoked salmon sandwich. Oh God, no! I think that we need to have a fish sandwich what? on an airplane. What is what is her like transatlantic flight? Does she just bring like burned popcorn? Like she just brings a microwave that she nuked a bunch of shit in? I know. Those are some of the worst smelling things you can eat in an office. And you always find that bitch that's like, I brought curry! And you're like, because the entire house, like the entire office is like permeated by these smells of fish and Burn popcorn. Cauliflower. Yeah. Now, I do know a few people that have like met Martha Stewart in real life. Mm. And the queen of etiquette is apparently as ignorant and rude as anybody could get out. She She looks like a bitch. I mean, I wouldn't want to talk to her. She's the Karen we all talk about that (sighs) asked to see the manager. She used to stop. She would apparently stop in the middle of the hallways and block up the entire hallway because she had this like entitlement. Of course. So is what is what I have heard from people. And frankly, with the hard boiled egg <laughs> and the fish sandwich on an airplane, totally believe it. That sounds like her mo. It really does. You know, though, I do have to say, whoever decided to pair her up with Snoop Dogg for a cooking show, genius, was a fucking genius because that's insane. And so she probably doesn't care about the pot smell because she enjoys the (laughs) smell of hard-boiled egg and smoked salmon in in closed spaces. (laughs) You just know that odor has to walk with her. And you want to think she's going (laughs) to smell like potpourri or cookies or some shit, but now I know it's going to be, you know, Karen's egg salad from last week. Gross. Ew. Yep. <laughs> wow. There you go. So that's a, that's a couple articles that we'd mentioned. This is another one. This has been a while. Geek Tyrant found um, there was a guy, Phil Tippett, who was on Jurassic Park, the movie, mm-hmm. posted some of his original storyboards up for auction on eBay or something. Mm-hmm. And apparently, the T Rex has a name. Oh. You want to guess what it is? Because everybody calls it Rexy, but it's not. No, I don't know. I have no idea. All right. It's a great name. Roberta. Roberta, I like it. I do too. I, I can see Jeff Goldblum like purring that name at her, can't you? Like when he's all laid out with the shirt open. Yes. It would be akin to Donkey and the Dragon in Shrek. Yeah. Just like they're not the same species, but the love is there. <laughs> 
So Izzy, uh, from everything I learned from movies, keeps talking about Hobbs and Shaw and their love affair, and I, it cracks me up every it's adorable. time. Adorable, they're yep. so cute. All right, let's go ahead and take a break real okay. quick. See if we can hear from some of our uh, podcasting brethren out there, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll come back with a couple more articles. Sounds good. Hey everybody, this is Kelly Reynolds, and I'm the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box. Join me for a new episode every Friday as we review romance novels with non-romance readers. From the sweet, loving, fairy tale romances of the Highlands. Who cares about up against the wall by the fruit trees? (laughs) Like, where's the dragon? Inside the belly of a dragon. To the naughty erotic threesomes with Navy Seals. Sex was a 10. I mean, you cannot get any better than this book. Come on, you guys. Really. We read it all. Check us out at Booby Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Listen to previous episodes on any podcast streaming platform. And stay tuned for our upcoming holiday series, The 12 Days of Boobsmas. Hey, Heather, so have you been listening to a lot of podcasts this week? I have because I'm getting paid for them. I know. I love it. I've listened to probably 12 to 20 hours of podcasting in the last week, and it's just insane that I'm racking up the coins on PodCoin while I'm doing it. It's given me an excuse to listen to them because I'm able to either gather my coins for charity or actually gather my coins for me. Yay. So you guys should check out PodCoin too. We really love it. It's increased our listenership. We are earning coins for doing so. It's available if you are Apple or Android. Super fun. And if you want to get 300 free coins, all you have to do is use our code, which is nerdy, N-E-R-D-Y. And you can get those free coins to get you started. All right. So keep on listening. Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Justine. And And we we make make up the Cutaways Podcast. We're watching the good, the bad, and the essentials of the romantic comedy genre. So far, we've fallen in love with Cary Grant, met up with our terrible friend, pal Joey, and had the desire to run our fingers through Patrick Dempsey's hair. Join our slumber party for your ears every other week. Brought to you in stereo from our blanket fort in Hollywood, California. You can find and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Our digital blanket fort can be found at thecutaways.com. If you are the social butterfly types, you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. Bye! Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Just another new update. And by the time you're listening to this, it will have happened. And the reason why I brought it up was because it was during our discussion on 80s television shows. Mm -hmm. All seven seasons of Designing Women are coming to Hulu. Shut up. That I need to watch. Yeah. So they'll be August 26th. So by the time this comes out, it should be on. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Check that out. I love Designing Women. Uh, It was one of those. I think it came on either the same night or like, I think it might have come on the same night as the Golden Girl. So kind of watching the those things back to back were always fun. And I loved, again, and we've talked about this, I loved as a girl growing up in the 80s, there were so many like cool, snarky women on TV at that time, which was really nice. Uh, and not, and they weren't all like June Cleaver people. So yeah, we don't see it as much anymore. Or maybe I'm just not watching those shows anymore, which is a problem because of me and a problem because of, you know, exposure, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's as much. I know they tried to do like another version of Golden Girls with that hot and clean. Cleveland show. It just didn't. Yeah. 
It just didn't really have the same zing. It didn't. And I did watch it. I watched all of it. Yeah. I really liked mm-hmm. it, but it, it still wasn't the same. But I love it because Betty White's on it and all the women on there are just hilarious. And it seems like everyone from the show Frasier made... Is on there. Yeah, they're all yeah. on there. So it was kind of cool. Except for Betty White. Betty White wasn't on Frasier. No, but I mean, even all like most of the guest stars and stuff, like you would yeah. see the dad, Frasier's dad came on several different times, worked in the cafe. Um, I think Perry Gilpin came on one time. So there's just a lot of cool people on there. So I have been rewatching Frasier and I'm on the last season now. Oh. And the last season is the only season I didn't see because I was in the process of moving to Houston. Mm-hmm. So it's been very fun. And I forget about how the puns. Oh my God, the puns. They're amazing. They crack me up. And that apartment is still amazing, even though it's 20 years old. Yeah, I'd live there tomorrow. Yeah. Be amazing. Exactly. Yeah, I love that show. It's it's one of those, again, I never watched it when it was on in real time, but I've, I've watched the crap out of it since it came to Netflix. And I've, I'm sure I've seen the entire series because I always have to start them at the beginning when I'm like I should watch Frasier I start them at the beginning and then watch the entire run um, so I've done that probably five or six times because you can't yeah. can't not love them and again they're they're really great because there really weren't a lot of super uncomfortable topics covered on a sitcom like that but it had enough of a running theme that you wanted to keep up from week to week but even if you didn't you still wouldn't be totally lost yeah so but I'm glad that show's available to me uh, on Amazon Prime yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. All right. All right, what else we got? Okay, so this one, and I'm sure you've heard of it by now, and we always talk about the CW's uh, crossover events, Mm -hmm. but this year, Bruce Wayne is played in live action by Kevin Conroy. I love it. And guess who is playing the Joker? Please be Mark Hamill. It's Mark Hamill! Yay! Which is going to be really interesting because he played the trickster on The Flash. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, so well. several Several episodes, actually. Yeah. So this is going to be very exciting because I think Kevin Conroy would be a perfect Bruce Wayne. Uh, I have my picture taken with him mm. in case anybody wants to see it. I'll put it yeah, out there. Paul, Paul is a huge fanboy of Kevin Conroy. And I have to say, as far as Batman voices go, when it's not him, you notice. We noticed, Hush. We noticed. Yes. And, you know, and Mark Hamill is the Joker. Uh, Mark Hamill is the best Joker ever. So, um, I just thought I would mention that. And there's already people are putting fan art out there. (laughs) <laughs> of uh, Kevin Conroy, uh, like, you know, they're photoshopping him and stuff. And it looks pretty good. So I'm so excited. <laughs> I saw some kind of thing the other day. And it's obviously it's not canon. And I don't even remember what it was. But it was basically Alfred as the Joker, like that he was putting on the makeup. And you know, he didn't look weird or whatever until he like smiled and did the Joker smile. You're like, Oh, my God, it could totally be Alfred. That would be amazing. Oh, my God, that'd be that would be such oh, a cool no, writing prompt. I don't like prompt. that at all. Oh, I yeah. like it. I mean, I love Alfred. Alfred's the best character to me, especially when he's super snarky Alfred. Mm-hmm. I love super snarky Alfred. Have you seen the new Joker um, trailer? With Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It just looks a little sad and real. It does look sad. I mean, DC is known for their darkness. Yeah. I'm interested. Very, very interested. Oh, well, it's Batman, so I'll watch it. Batman-esque. Yeah. It's it's the in the world. Probably not something I'd go to a theater to see, though. Yeah. Very strange on my theater watching. All right. Well, okay. So I just have one last uh, article. Okay. And it's pretty exciting, but I haven't heard anything of it. And this is like a five-month-old article, so I'm getting kind of worried. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Die Hard is getting a, a Nakatomi Heist board game. Oh. Won't that be fun? That would be cool. So it's like a, you know, one person trying to get against a lot of people, I think is what they were trying to say. But I'm excited. That sounds cool. Actually, um, another game that producer Craig was telling me about actually when I was on Matinee Heroes is apparently there's a new game out called Maneater and we'll talk about it. Well, I'm going to try to find out more about it for Shark Month because you get to be the shark in this game. It's like a PC game, like a video game. Hmm. You get to be the shark and you like eat people and take their power. That sounds great. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I am excited uh, to hear about that and I do like um, games where you get to be the villain. Yeah, that's always fun. I know the shark's not the villain, but you know. Shark's not a villain. And except in every movie or TV show or yep. book that's ever been written. Just not real life. <laughs> all right. Um, in addition to all of our articles that we wanted to talk about, do we have any new updates? Actually, I saw something coming out today. And by the time this comes out next week or whenever it's going to go, it'll probably be old hat. But um, it looks like Spider-Man is leaving the MCU. There's- yeah, I heard that. That the MCU is not going to produce any of their movies anymore. I know. I'm a little sad. I'm not sure which way the greed is rolling but the you know the tom holland spider-mans have been absolutely amazing and quite honestly sony kind of sucks with their superhero line except for like into the spider-verse that was pretty amazing they did a good job on into the spider-verse but but, everything uh, else sucks yeah far away home made a billion dollars yeah and so if they're like oh let's roll that back into our own coffers they've lost their mind because (laughs) they are have proven they can't do that and i heard that they're gonna reboot all of the x-men from what i understand yeah i don't do we need another x-men reboot they did that they've done it they've done it a couple times i'm kind of over it i mean if they want to roll the x-men into mcu and make that a role i'm good with that but yeah i did like the crossover with days of future past days of future past is one of my favorite movies it is so good and you almost forget that it's like a superhero kind of movie because it, it's just so good everybody in it is amazing and the cinematography in it is fantastic because they have a, an amazing way of doing that future versus past look like mm-hmm. there's a different filter that they use for the old stuff, you know, versus the the current day stuff. And it's just it's just done really, really well. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. So I'm a little sad that that's at an end, but it's not like I went out and saw Dark Phoenix, so... I did not either. I didn't care. <laughs> well, it got yanked from the theaters because everybody's like, yeah, it's crap. Mm-hmm. But they left Venom in for all that time. <laughs> Always interesting which way the wind blows, isn't it? Yep. Uh-huh. Very interesting. And okay, so we do have Pandemic Tour coming up. Yes. October 18th through 20th. So if you're in the Houston area, if you want to come to the Houston area, definitely come and check it out. I'll be there. I'll be dragging Opera Man along. And if you guys happen to be in town, maybe you'll be there too. We'll see. But uh, otherwise, it's going to be, it's just going to be a lot of fun because we've got, obviously our new BFF Sean Patrick Flannery will be there we'll also have Claire Kramer from Buffy the Vampire Slayer we have uh, uh, Milo Ventimia whatever his name is Jess yes, from awesome. uh, Gilmore Girls Jack from This Is Us yes Peter from Heroes yeah all that uh, there's going to be a bunch of wrestling people there I know a bunch of our people are also wrestling like people the Bella Twins are going to be there and so it's it's just going to be a lot of fun one thing that I really like about Fandemic it's, just, it's, it's still a pretty small conference or at least last year it was a pretty small convention and so you could really just walk right up and talk to celebrities. Now, they probably frown against it, but you could. And, you know, we're we're there as part of the press team. So, like, I was in the front row for a couple of these, you know, big panels with Sean Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy, Gilmore Girls, and also, I cannot remember his name, the guy who plays Taserface in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But he's, he's also, also in This, this Is, is Us. us. He's the guy in the fat suit. Um, and he's fucking hilarious. I cannot remember his name for the life of me right now, but he is hilarious. And I, I'm gonna have to find the video we 
took of that because that shit was funny. But yeah, it was just really fun. It was a really, it's a small convention. So you really get a chance to get in and talk to people. A lot of our artist friends, Sarita Ackerman, David Angelo Roman are going to be there. They're all, I'm not sure if Sarita is going, but she was there last year. So, you know, just people that we bump into at all of these different things who have been super kind to our show and we've got their artwork and it's, it's really great. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I'm very excited as well. So I don't know if wedding bells are in the future or what with Sean <laughs> well, Patrick Flannery. We'll be, we'll be sending out our wedding invitations next week. It's fine. It's fine. We're just totally best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, oh. I, I don't know. It just totally blew my whole day. I was I, in a good way, not in a bad way, but yeah. So yeah. I'll tell you though, I, I was shopping a little bit before we sat down and started looking at stuff. And I was looking at some more of these Frankie and Murr uh, essential oil sets and they are cracking me up. I love the names of their products and I cannot wait to try some of these out because they have one that's called Hello Sunshine. It's an anti-anxiety spray and they have one that's called 40 Winks for You. It's a sleep kind of thing. They even have a mosquito oh, okay. repellent. Uh, and here's one that I'm never, ever, ever going to try, but maybe some of you guys will love it. It's called Living the Wood Life and it's patchouli cedar vanilla spray. Now we all know what patchouli is for. So just smoke the weed. But anyway, if you want to go check out these awesome road rage, road rage reducer, that's awesome. They even have like a mix and match spray bundle. So that's fun. Uh, you can go to frankieandmur.com and you can use our code nerdybitches, all one word, and get 15% off of all of your products. It looks like right now they have free domestic shipping in the US over $35 purchase. So yeah, it sounds like your dog needs a little spray the bitch away. Ugh, she does. Pain in my ass. <laughs> We're having multiple things happening at our house tonight. So we had a Twitter party and my husband is playing D&D in the other room. And so it's kind of, you know, stuff yep. everywhere and the dogs are all split up and they don't know what's happening. So all right. we, I've like, I, I've like, hey, we need to get some essential oils or some CBD oil. Dump it on the dog. That'll be great. <laughs> all right. Well, here is your internet quote of the day. All right. It's uh, from Twitter at nothing but lag. He says, you think Gordon Ramsay ever just said, fuck it and microwaves a hot dog? <laughs> I bet he does. That'd be hilarious. He has to. He has to. You know, I was having a conversation with my brother-in-law yesterday because we're looking at doing uh, one of these Dave Ramsey financial kind of programs. Like, I love his stuff. He's very funny. And Well, Dave and Gordon are di- very yes, different Yes, I know. People. But this was yeah, the conversation okay. I'm having with my brother-in-law who goes, well, isn't he a chef? What is he doing handing out financial advice? It's like, no, no. Calling people a donkey. Gordon Ramsay versus Dave Ramsay. Two totally, totally different people. So, yeah. Anyway. Very funny. All okay. right. Well, I guess that's all we've got for this week. So, we will see you guys next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Vagina purse.